announcement from Western Michigan, and we will follow up with an opening statement from head coach Tim Lester, and then we'll be opening the questions for the head coach and the student athletes. First of all, on behalf of Western Michigan, thank you for coming to today's press conference. Uh, at Western Michigan, we are excited that today we did sign a two-year extension with head coach Tim Lester, which uh, will be on top of his five-year contract that he signed back in 2017. So this will take Coach Lester with our program through the end of the 2023 season. Do you want to start it off? Uh, well, I'd, I'd like to, to thank the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, obviously. Uh, we've been here since Monday now, and I know every guy up here would tell you it's been a blast to get to know this city um, and the people in it, more importantly. Uh, it, is, it has been an unbelievable week, and, and we've had a great time with our, with our uh, players and with the families and got to go sledding and, and really see the town. And, um, and it's, been, it's been fun, obviously. As far as the extension goes, I'm, I'm, this is home for me. This is where I played. This is the same logo that I, you know, blood, sweat, and tears in, and, and it feels really great. And I want to wear it as long as I can. And I love coaching these guys, and they're doing all the right things. And I'm proud of their continued growth. And, um, you know, we got another opportunity tomorrow to kind of to continue to grow uh, our program and our brand. And, uh, and I, I like the direction we're going, and it's because of these guys. Uh, that we're continuing to build. So uh, I'm looking forward to the future. When you're studying BYU for this game, obviously you have to look at common opponent, mm -hmm. and it's Northern Illinois. You put up 28 points against them. BYU only put up six. Did you read anything into that, and did you see anything that you could take advantage of, especially offensively? I mean, I wish it meant something more. Uh, I don't think it does, but because uh, every – Every, every game day is different, you know? Uh, but I, it is unique that we're playing a team that, you know, that we have a common opponent. You can watch them against the same players we played against in our last game, you know? So uh, I really think BYU is similar to Northern as far as I think their defense is, is special. It's a, it's a great group, and they make you earn everything you get. I think they're both giving up 20 or less points a game, which in the modern day of football is amazing, you know? Uh, and offensively, they got a young quarterback, and they're trying to figure out their rhythm on offense, you know. And, and I think Northern and them are so similar. I mean, it was a 7-6 game. You have to enjoy college football to you see a 7. I loved it. It was an awesome game to watch. And it was a defensive-dominated game. And, and um, so it, it, does, it is a little different. And, and hopefully these guys take a little bit of confidence in, in what we did against Northern and what we can do. But we still got to go do it, you know. What about you uh, offensively putting up 28 against Northern Illinois and BYU? So what, what do you take from that? Uh, <clears throat> I just think we have to, you know, play our game. Uh, you know, I know John Kinoy, Lou Jury, I know everybody's going to do their job on offense um, and defensively. You know, it's just, it's all about the, uh, the execution, you know. Anybody can talk a good game. Anybody can put up 28 points the game before the game after. But the game's tomorrow. So it's like, nobody cares what you did against Northern Illinois because now you got to do it against BYU. John, you guys have played a lot of physical teams this year, Eastern Michigan, Central Michigan, Northern Illinois. Uh, you seem to match up pretty well with those type of teams. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Coach Moreland does a good job getting us ready to play every week. Um, I mean, we have a special group uh, with Luke Drigo, who's been here a while, uh, Mike Caliendo, Jalen Moore, um, Zach Novoselsky. I mean, I think 
um, just just the mentality we have in the room is we want to play for each other. You know, um, five guys is one, and I think um, Coach Coach Marlin and Coach Lester put us in great situations every week to um, match up with, with physical teams, and um, that I mean that experience is definitely going to help us in this game because uh, these guys are pretty big up front and pretty physical. So. Alex, in the last game against Northern Illinois, you had uh, Coach Esposito leading the defense, and there seemed to be a lot of enthusiasm out on the field and on the sideline during that game. You see that carrying over here against BYU in this whole game? Yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, obviously, you've seen Coach Espo on the TV or on the sideline. He's one of those guys that's <laughs> kind of in your face, jumping around, getting everybody going, and I think it's it really helps us because it's once you see him with all that energy, it kind of rubs off on us, and you know we feed off on that, and we take it and apply it to the field. So I think you'll be seeing a lot of it tomorrow. Dan, how, how would you describe your freshman quarterback? Uh, can't exactly remember how to say his name. Ellaby. Ellaby. Caleb. Uh, it, just the poise he's shown and what he's shown in the yeah, this will be his four-star, about three and a half games. Yeah, he, um, you know, when we recruited him, he has an unbelievable maturity about him. You know, that's one thing and these guys up here could tell you, even when he came in last January, which was a big part, him coming in in January, he's been here nine months now, ten months. Uh, he has a way about him. And, um, and I remember seeing it the first time when we were in his living room, when he was talking to his little brother and just the way he handled his little brother was, was there was a moment where I was like, this could be one of those guys, you know, with his, with his leadership skills. It comes naturally to him and uh, has a good grasp of the team. So when he had to take over, we knew he was gonna go through his lumps. Uh, the thing that's special about him is his arm. Like when he breaks his hands to throw the ball, um, he throws as good as anyone I've ever seen, and anyone I've ever coached. Um, now we got to make sure his eyes are in the right place and he's he's looking in the right areas depending on coverage and all that other stuff. But uh, the moment his his hands break is when I calm down normally because because he he is special throwing the ball, you know. And and you've seen the growth in him. He had a he had a little streak early on that first game. He was didn't know what he was doing, which worked out decently for him. Second game was his worst game by far. Third game he played well. Fourth game he played even better, you know. So. Uh, he's starting to come along, see things. I think the game's starting to slow down for him. A couple of plays, and I'm calling a better game for him. I can tell you that. I'm learning what he likes, what he doesn't like, what he can execute right now. First two games, I didn't call a very good game for him. Things he's done in practice, but he hasn't he hasn't translated to the game yet. And uh, but and, and I think the leadership we have on this team has really helped him feel comfortable. The running game and the offensive line we have on this team is what's made him have success as an 18-year-old because it's not easy. And uh, I know Kalani's dealing with the same thing, you know? And uh, so it's, I'm, I'm excited about his future, I can tell you that. Alex, when you're facing the Bunnies offense, what are some of the things that you guys have looked at as far as, as keys in the game itself? Uh, so we kind of compare him to Northern Illinois. You know, they have an athletic quarterback, um, good solid running backs, some bigger guys on the outside, and a pretty experienced offensive line. So, I mean, we just, really focus on just keeping that quarterback contained because he can move pretty well. And uh, as long as you know we're assignment sound and just playing Bronco defense, uh, we're pretty confident. Levante and Alex, uh, you guys are back next year, but you got nine seniors, including the one between you and your running mate in the backfield, Levante. Marty Bogan that are playing in their final game. 
do you have any special thoughts about that and what it would mean to them to go out of the win? Um, <clears throat> I start by saying, you know, um, I thank God every day that I met Jamari Bogan and the rest of these seniors and uh, Leo Okoge. Um, I love those guys. And if you can't see it in my eyes that it means so much to me to just speak about them, then I don't know what else to say because I love them. Like, I always love them. Uh, they're like my brothers. Um, it's sad that they have to go, but, you know, I think we'll always be friends. Um, it's really sad. I ain't going to lie. Like, man, that hurt me when you said that, but I'll be okay. Um, if I can say any words for them, just, you know, I mean, I tell them I love them. I'll always be here if they ever need me. And, you know, just, man, let's ride. Yeah, I mean, like he said, uh, you know, we, our class, I feel like specifically, has been, like, super close with um, Jamari and those guys. And just through the years, you know, learning lessons from them. Uh, I'm just becoming, like, growing that bond, playing on this team together. And, you know, I think it's, it's fitting for them because their freshman year, they were here. So, I mean, going out with a, a win, hopefully, you know, sending along a good note would be, would be pretty special. John, just to kind of piggyback on what Coach was talking about just now, how does this team kind of rally around a freshman quarterback who, you know, up until midway through the season, you weren't sure if they were going to play very much. So how have you guys kind of adapted to that and, and figured it out kind of early game, I guess? Yeah, I think uh, Caleb has a, a sense of swagger about him. Um, I mean, you can just, just see how he acts on a daily basis. Um, and I think he's really been a sponge, especially these last four, four to five weeks, even before um, John went down. But um, he's really able to learn quickly and adapt. Um, you rarely see him make the same mistake twice. Um, he's, really, he's, I mean, he's fun to play with, you know. Um, and he, like he said, Coach said, he's got special, he's got special arm talent. Um, sometimes in practice, he makes some throws that make you go, "Wow, this kid's going to be really good." Um, but yeah, he's a great, great kid, great leader. Um, he'll be special here someday. Um, and and, and uh, he's a great kid. So, what do you think about Coach getting a two-year extension? Pressure's on. Well, this is the first that I heard about it. Uh, <laughs> but um, you know, we're happy. You know, um, we all love Coach Coach Lester, and uh, excited for them. Well, I won't be here. It's my last ball next year. <laughs> last year, but you know, just grateful to spend the rest of my career career under Coach Lester. So, congrats. I think it's a, it's a big win for Western Michigan to get him a sign a two-year extension and keep him here. Um, it's where he belongs. It's his home, um, and we're happy to have him. It's just all smiles from Bellamy. <laughs> as long as he's here, I'm happy.